Camo the Great. So we got the NBA playoffs up. Right now we had the conference semifinals in the East Conference. It's the Celtics versus the Heat. And out west, you got the Warriors against Dallas. And I don't know. Those four teams, Dallas is the uh, team I ain't see making it that far, but they put it on Phoenix ass in Phoenix game seven to get there. Out of the teams left, I think the Warriors probably got the best chance of winning. Whoever come out of the East, it, I think that they could play with the Warriors, but I think the Warriors got too much firepower and experience. So looks like Steph going to get another ring, see if he can get the MVP this year. And we got some other shit going on with basketball between Dallas and Lil Wayne, which is like some random shit I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? He a Phoenix Suns fan, or maybe he's friends with someone on the team, but he been at the games. Uh, he got, he been trolling, talking shit to Luka Doncic. Luka said some shit back. So Mark Cuban, he decided to retweet picture of Lil Wayne with one of Wayne's uh, lyrics on it and then Wayne just tripped basically threatening to smack him and piss on him and some old shit so I don't know what's up with Wheezy man he a real sports fan and nigga ain't having none of that shit but I ain't think I was gonna see him threatening the billionaire owner that's kind of crazy I know they was cool at one point too but oh it's the internet man internet will take you places you ain't prepared to go on that note uh, this week also, Freddie Gibbs looked like he got beat up again, jumped in Buffalo. And uh, it's basically something behind him trolling or talking shit to somebody online, which is the same way the thing started when he got beat up in Miami. They say it was by Jim Jones folks, but you know what I'm saying? Who knows? All that shit is just an example of you can say what you want online, but real life is outside. So if you're going to be outside and online, you got to make sure that what you say matches what you're going to do because everybody's not playing. And Freddie, he's, I'm not sure. I think he's close to 40, though, if he's not 40. So if you've seen that video, it's pretty vicious. They was getting on cuts pretty good. And at 40, you might wake up on a regular day sore for no reason. So 20 niggas jumping on you and throwing plates off your head and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a rough night for a 40-year-old guy, but I like Freddie Gibbs, man. I just just make some music, my guy, with the bunny rabbit. All that shit just make some music, bro. Stick to that. Damo the Great. And since we talking about online, it's always a debate going on back and forth between men and women. It's like battle of the sexes at all times. And I was just wondering... If anybody can answer this, you know, respond wherever you see this or wherever you follow me on social or whatever. When we have these battle of the sexes and it's black men, black women, nine times out of ten, I don't really see other people doing it. But when we do this shit and all the shit that the women say about the men, I want to know, does that apply to studs? Studs meaning like Studs meaning like a masculine appearing gay woman. 
one thing I know about studs, I, I have some friends that studs and I have some friends that's just, you know, they're the femme, the gay girl that their girlfriend is a stud. And from everything I hear, studs tend to be worse than niggas as far as the shit y'all complain about. I always see gay girls going in about studs and how much they be fucking around. And my stud homegirl, I know for a fact they be knocking down hella bitches. But I don't really see them getting that flack online. Imagine if a stud cheat on you and have a baby doll by another bitch. That's spooky right there. And I don't say nothing that to be disrespectful, man. It's just it's just a thing. I want to know why the studs aren't being held accountable. My stud homegirls, I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to blow y'all up, but y'all taking all the bitches from the homies, man. Y'all... Buying y'all shoes in size five and shit, paying half price, buying up all the medium fly shit, you know what I'm saying, for the low. We got to level it out, man. We got to hate on y'all for a second, man. It's all love, though. Time the grade. And one other thing I want to address is I see a big upswing in black-owned businesses, small business owners. Super dope, man. I applaud that, actually. If you have something cracking, I'll, I'll be happy to support it if it's decent. So you can reach out, let me know, and I would purchase something from you if it makes sense. But we need to talk about the way we do business. And I get it. Like, if you own a small business and your core customer is your peers, you know what I'm saying? It ain't cool for them to always try to get a discount or... You know how niggas do, man. Like, if you selling something, a service, a product, $50, they want it for 30 Nah, stand on your price, but let's make the service match the price. Now, the women in my life, I pay attention to what they go through, the conversations they have. And I know a lot of women getting uh, small businesses that's nails or doing hair. And I constantly hear and see complaining about these deposits. And I've heard and seen a lot of instances where this nail person or the hair person, they'll have a service. The service is, say, $100. They want a $25 deposit, 5 o'clock on Tuesday. And then they pay the deposit. They go to meet the girl 5 o'clock on Tuesday or maybe even earlier. The actual business person cancels. And that's going to happen sometimes. That's, you know what I'm saying? Life comes at you when you're not asking for it to. That's kind of like the law. But these girls always end up having issues because the business person doesn't want to refund their deposit. Oh, the deposit is not refundable. But also the deposit is given under the premise of if you don't show up for this service on time, if you're 15 minutes late, you lose your spot or you got to pay a double. It's always something. So I just say that to say, if you're running a business, make sure you do it the right way, because I would love to support every black owned business, but I'm not going to support bad business just because it's black. And a lot of people feel like that. I got a couple personal friends that jumped into the realm of small business uh, recently, and a couple of them are doing real good for themselves. I'm very proud of them. I'm looking forward to having a couple of them on here and talk to them. Maybe we can get some eyes on their service or product. And once you decide that nine to five is not for you and you're going to 
going to business for yourself, you got to be careful not to try to down talk other people that still work a nine to five because you see a lot of shit online where they like, yeah, my LLC, my business, bitches working nine to five. It couldn't be me. Like these are potential customers that you shouldn't know because you got an LLC and a business name. Now be completely honest. If you're going to step on them like that, is your business really going up like that? Or do you just got an LLC? Is your shit really going crazy like that? Or do you just have some documentation that you have something in your name? Because if it's not cracking like that and you still working a nine to five, but you got a business on the side and you trying to shit on people, you're already alienating your fan base. Doesn't matter how good your product is. People pay for service. And that leads into like just what money does to people. So if you have access to money, if you get to the bag, as they say, you don't want to act like it ain't been a struggle to get there. You don't want to act like there's someone else not shit if they ain't got there yet. Because having money or having access to money, it don't excuse you being a scumbag and you can't buy respect. And also keep in mind that money does not have owners. It only has spenders. So if you ain't wise with the money, which a lot of people during PPP, uh, during the PPP extravaganza, a lot of people learned that because they was up 75, 100K. And right now they ain't got shit. So don't let money come into your life and fuck over you, make you lose your morals. And, you know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. Another thing, too, when it comes to money and business, it's an old saying, like, when somebody feels a way about something, you'll hear them say it's just business. And usually when someone's telling you it's just business, it basically means I'm doing some dirty shit, but got to respect it because it's business. There is right and wrong ways to do business. Just because it's business, that's not a blanket that's going to cover fuck shit. And it doesn't make you sound more successful or anything. Just saying that shit like you really stand on. It's just business when the price is the price and you ain't trying to bend. But when you start fucking over people, it's not just business. It's bullshit. Instead of uh, trying to stun on each other so much, man, I think Cat Williams had a, a comedy show some years ago. And he had said some shit like, oh, if you don't got no haters, you should be trying to get some more by tomorrow. Some shit like that. And it was funny, but some people really stand on that. Me, personally, I don't want no haters. You know what I'm saying? Because haters going to do and say hateful shit. So don't invite that shit into your life because it sounds cool to, to be like they hating on me. And really, maybe you just ain't good at that shit and no one's not hating on you. But using the word hate as a badge of honor is weak. Like You know what I'm saying? It's, it's garbage for real. And it's like you trying to sound too important by talking about all these people hating on you and shit. You know, love and hate is the same emotion. It's the exact same emotion. It's just that they're amplified in different directions, but they come from the same thing. You can't really hate somebody without loving them, and you can't, you know, at times, love them without hating them. It's just the way it's, it's a feeling of intensity. So bragging that you got haters, it's not, it ain't no dope shit. It's whack as fuck. One other thing about the internet, man, I don't know what's up with Clubhouse. 
Clubhouse app, that shit different, my nigga. Like, this dude whack 100. I try not to really indulge because it's too much, but he be on the internet going crazy. But on Clubhouse, this nigga be like jumping niggas in the Pyro. Yeah, nigga be, if you get cussed out by 10 niggas in my room on Pyro, them niggas is gang now. That shit crazy. <laughs> and then, like, if you watch a couple videos about him on YouTube, he gonna get into your algorithm. So, it, when you start opening up YouTube, it's going to be like Joe Biden speaks on gas prices and it's going to say whack 100 response on Clubhouse. Like this nigga got everything that happens in the world. Nigga whack be like, he be like, yeah, homie, we got the tape, homie. I'll put that bitch out. Like This nigga crazy. He crazy in the motherfucker, man. He be out here trying to fight everybody and shit. And I don't know how he get away with it. If I'm being honest, I don't know how he get away with saying he gave hella guns to Crips so they can kill Crips. Says this shit in public. He's an admitted gang member slash rap manager slash street fighter slash pyro slash, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wagwan is a different dude, man. He's a different guy. The internet brings people personality out crazy, man. Wack is crazy as fuck, nigga. Then people argue with him, nigga. He gonna go back and forth with you for two lines, and then he go say, "Shoot the fade, shoot the fade, blood." That nigga gonna go crazy on your ass. He, you see them beat the white guys up in the parking lot. My nigga was swinging big left hands at a big slow loopy lefts, clocking the fuck out their ass though, driving them. And I, ain't, I ain't gonna say protect whack one hundred at all costs, man. But he's an entertaining nigga. I, I don't take nothing he says too serious. I take it like satire, man. It's it's just too much to believe one guy's got motion on all this shit. Like, he with the gang members. He running gang memes on Clubhouse. He personal security for 6 9 who's snitching. He's cussing out 21 Savage. He threatening motherfucking Jay Prince. This nigga is nuts, man. Shout out to Wag 100, though. We out of here, man.